Welcome to the Inside Scoop, everything you need to know for your student to succeed in the Cobb County School District. I'm David Owen. If you found these podcasts helpful, let others know so they can enjoy them as well. They can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or simply searching the phrase The Inside Scoop Podcast. We're just about everywhere now. Someone once said, 80% of success is just showing up. In the interest of getting our students to their point of their greatest success, discussing attendance would seem to be a good first step. So here to help us understand the ins and outs of attendance is School Social Work Supervisor, Ms. Anna Murphy. Anna, welcome to the Inside Scoop. Thank you. So for those who are not familiar with a school social worker, can you give us a, kind of a broad picture of what you guys do for our students? Absolutely. So school social workers are um, set up to really address the needs of students and try to assist them in the reason why they're not attending school. So we do a lot of solution focus. Um, when you have a reason a student not coming to school because they say don't have clean clothes mm. or don't have uh, an alarm clock to wake them up in the morning wow. um, or might even have not have lights on in their house. So our goal is to really address those needs and assist the family in ensuring that the children attend school. So you're really kind of a, a support, I guess, network for families who are struggling with uh, getting their kids into an educational environment? Correct. Is that, okay. Just a variety of reasons. Okay. So uh, tell us a little bit about school attendance and uh, the law relating to it. I, I think a lot of people have a tendency to believe that attendance is just something that um, isn't necessarily the law, but it, it actually is, isn't it? Correct. So in the state of Georgia, there's the compulsory attendance law. Okay. And there's actually every state in the United States has a compulsory attendance law, and it mm -hmm. varies. But in Georgia, children between the ages of 6 to 16 must be attending a school-based program. So either public school, private school, or homeschool program. Okay, something that's, that, quote, qualifies for... An actual education, I Correct. would presume. Okay. Correct. And uh, is there, a, I know this gets a little off the trail here, but is there a, like a certification program for that sort of thing? And I, I know that Cobb Schools goes through a very rigorous review by Advanced Ed, and then there, there are homeschools, and my own children have been holding homeschool, mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm not speaking against that either. Mm -hmm. But I know that there are certain criteria uh, for that. Is, is that what we're talking about is a certified, Correct. qualified, Correct. okay, all right. It so, has been acknowledged by the state of Georgia as a, a educational program, educational okay. system. Why, why was it so important that it had to be made into a law? So it really came about in um, when child labor laws came around wow. um, in talking about the importance of children not being at work all day um, and really in your rural areas with the farming okay. um, and bringing in the importance of education of how that's really the future of the country. Mm. Um, that's really where compulsory attendance law came about. It was um, actually the state of Massachusetts um, in 1827, who developed the first compulsory attendance law. So children had to attend school for um, six months mm -hmm. and could only miss three weeks out of those six, six months 
Um, but the ages at that time were up to the age of 12, so much younger. Yeah. Um, we're, now we're at 16. But that's also when people were getting married. At Correct. <laughs> 15, Correct. I don't know. And, uh, and working in their, their family's businesses. Right. And, right. and, and a whole uh, change of industry and, and commerce and so forth. We, Of course, we still have farms. We still have food in the grocery stores. Right. But uh, it, it's changed dramatically from the days of... Uh, large farming families. So once that law was established, then it becomes whose job to enforce it? So at at the time when it was established, they really had no one enforcing it. It was just a law that stood out there and no Mm -hmm. one was enforcing it. As um, it progressed, they... um, they being the government, of course, mm-hmm. um, had established what they called visiting teachers. And so it would be teachers from the individual schools that would go to the home and find out what was going on with Johnny or Sally. Okay. Um, and really, in the state of Georgia, the school social worker's title still has visiting teacher slash school social really? worker. Mm-hmm. Kind of a remnant of uh, the old days. Correct. Huh? Correct. <laughs> so obviously it's important for a student to be able to be in class to right. learn. Um, what are some of the important aspects of uh, attendance? Uh, you know, they, they say that uh, students need to be in a classroom or I, I guess they call it seat time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and earlier you mentioned how much seat time in Massachusetts but that seems like nearly nothing compared to today. What what is the seat time typically for a a, uh, oh, a student? Um, as far as what is required? Yeah, or? not down to the hour, but uh, generally speaking, how many days of a year are students expected to be in a classroom? So the way that um, that we look at attendance is mm-hmm. anything less than ten percent of missing school. So okay. if students are going to school one hundred and eighty days out of the school year, uh-huh. okay. then ten percent would be eighteen. Right, that's a and lot of so days. That's still a lot that's of days. That's almost a month of correct of work days. So right, to speak. exactly, exactly. Okay, so aside from from impacting the the learning, what else does it? impact if a student is absent from school. So, and I think a lot of times when we look at school, we look at just learning how to read and learning how to write and doing your math problems, Mm -hmm. but kids are really learning how to negotiate with one another. They're learning how to really build those compromise skills. They're learning how to get along. They're learning how Mm -hmm. to listen. They're learning how to advocate for themselves, you know, and speak up for themselves. Uh So those are all traits that we kind of take for granted as adults. (laughs) And we forget where we learned it. And you learned it when Mm. you wanted that green crayon and you had to wait until that other person was done with the green crayon. Right. (laughs) And so I think that's where a lot of times we forget that you're learning more than just how to read. You're learning how to be around others. The socialization skills, Correct. as you say. You are, uh, of course, uh, an advocate for proper attendance of all students. But what, what have you experienced personally? I mean, I don't want to cross a line here, but uh, no. uh, do you ever face some of these challenges? Oh, my gosh, getting, yes. Getting yes. a note for an yes. absence or whatever? Yes, I, I can tell you. Um, so my 13-year-old, I think when he was in sixth grade, um, I found absence notes in his backpack and he looked at me. He's like, mom, nobody cares. I was like, are, are you kidding me? <laughs> They're going to refer you, you to me. <laughs> I, do you know what I do? <laughs> so, you know, I, I, 
it's human, right? We all strive to do the very best for our children. And as they get older, we tend to not give them as much support, even though they need more support the older they get and that reminder of remember. So then I decided that I was going to pin it to the outside of his backpack. Like I used to do when he was in elementary school and that kind of resolved it for then. Yeah, sure. (laughs) The the ridicule of walking in with uh, notes pinned to you. We'll we'll certainly do that. Um, So let's say that somebody uh, does have a child who is, um, absent for, uh, gosh, any number of reasons. What, what are the steps that you guys take to try to help get a student back on track attendance-wise? Okay. So at, as the, at Cobb County, at five days unexcused, a letter is sent to the parent. Unexcused. Unexcused. Okay. Um, at three days, actually, the teacher is supposed to be co- contacting the parent. And it's really to as the kids get older, to make sure that the parent is aware that Uh, they're missing school. But then as they're younger, to make sure that the parent knows, hey, that note that you sent in didn't Mm -hmm. get to who it needed to. Yeah, or it could be at the bottom of the Or at the back, exactly, and (laughs) nobody cares. Um, So at three days, um, the teacher should be contacting. At five days, they'll get a letter from the principal. And again, those are more not necessarily threatening the parent, but it's just making sure that they are aware of what's going on with their child. Stay in touch. Exactly. And so then at seven days is when the school social worker gets involved. Okay. And so the school social worker then makes a phone call, um, attempts to meet with the student, depending on the age of the student. If they're in middle school and high school, um, they would meet with the student, meet with the parent, uh, might go out to the house to see what's going on if Mm -hmm. they haven't had it. Uh, opportunity for communication, but really just trying to figure out the why behind Mm -hmm. the absence. Because there are times that you can step in and help. Exactly. Exactly. And what we have found really is we have a lot of students. um, The number one medical reason is for asthma. Really? And it's not students not having the right medication Uh or having the right follow through. So we work very closely with our consulting nurses and work very closely with our children's hospitals to make sure that that parent and that student ultimately are getting the support they need so that they can really succeed in school. Yeah. There are valid reasons for being absent. It's not that we're a cold hearted institution, but we just want to make sure that all, all the bases are covered. Right. Right. And the child is right. not being cheated out of a good education. Right. And and unfortunately, we we see everything from a child who has broken an arm and is, yeah. you know, at home because they broke their arm to a student who might have been involved with some domestic violence. So mm. that's a very different approach and yeah. a very different level of um, support that we would offer the, the parents. So there's a wide variety. Yeah. And really, our goal is to figure out the why so that we can support that child. Make sure everything's okay. Correct. Sometimes parents have more on their plate, right. more important things right. on their plate than writing a note. Exactly. So we, I, that's understood, right? right. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Absolutely. Uh, what happens after the, the uh, letter goes out and the social worker 
uh, pays a visit. Uh, I guess it depends on what they find. It, it really right? depends on what they find, and it depends on if it continues on at being an issue. Um, we do have a large uh, number of our families who are non-English speaking, mm-hmm. um, but we have a number of social workers who are bilingual, and that so helps. we can definitely address that. Yeah. We work very closely with our International Welcome Center to make sure that families feel that we're, it's all-inclusive, that we're not um, singling anyone out also. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it all really depends. We have had parents who that one letter that they receive or is the wake-up call of going, oh, I didn't know my son or my daughter had missed X number of days without me turning in a no. I, it wow. totally, you know, passed my mind. Right. And I've been there. I've been, you know, in the carpool lane, grabbing a napkin, writing a <laughs> note because I forgot. <laughs> because you get home, you get into your routines and it's it's difficult to remember every sure. single thing. Sure. Um, and then there, unfortunately, there are some situations where we do involve other um, legal authorities because the parents are just not in the place to really do best for their children. Right. right. So our, our ultimate goal as um, a department is to really ensure that the kids are getting everything that they need. And the education is really the main thing for them because that's the only way that they can continue on. When I think of attendance and absences and... Yeah, that sort of thing. I have a tendency to think, I guess, in the middle and high school level, um, but that's not necessarily the only case. Is there a particular level that that tends to be a bigger issue? To be honest with you, kindergarten. Really? Kindergarten has the largest number of absences, um, and it's excused and unexcused. So kids who are not consistently going to kindergarten. Uh And I really think it's, I I don't know that we understand what kindergarten is nowadays. Yeah. It's yeah. It it makes a lot of sense because uh, we as parents have a tendency to think of it as, as almost daycare at times, Right. right? You're going in, you're playing, you're taking a nap, you're eating a snack, you're going outside to play. You might have a you know, a classroom pet that you're taking around. Uh, the gerbil. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, although I think at one time, one of my sons had an iguana, which was very different. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so you're, you forget that kindergarten is really establishing a lot of those, those educational points. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so, nowadays we really see in the research that there's a strong connection with the number of days you miss in kindergarten and actually high school graduation, which to me wow. blows my mind. Like yeah. I would have never made that connection. That's a long but, connection to me. Right. But you're really, you're setting up those ideas of the importance of going to school, uh-huh. the importance of being there on time, the importance of being there all day, um, the importance of hearing what your teacher is presenting. So you're establishing a culture Cult. of education exactly. or education's optional. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Wow. Well, folks, we've been listening to school social work supervisor, Anna Murphy. Anna, thank you so much for coming by thank and you. sharing the info. If you'd like to know more information about attendance in Cobb schools, visit the Cobb website at www.cobbk12.org. Then click on the search icon, that little magnifying glass in the upper right corner. 
and enter the letters JB. That stands for the uh, administrative rule, JB, relating to student attendance. So click on that and you will find all sorts of information, uh, including that administrative rule, complete with the legal references to relevant Georgia laws. And if you have a topic or concern you'd like to share or you'd like us to address here, drop me an email at david.owen at cobk12.org. Thank you for joining us on this edition of the Inside Scoop, a podcast produced by the Cobb County School District.